0: Hello! You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kalen McCain. It's the week of April 1, 2023. Our local stories this week feature the bathroom bill, a phone outage, and CivCo. All that and more coming up after the big picture. Iowa Wesleyan University announced Tuesday morning that it would shut its doors at the end of this semester. The school is the oldest co ed independent university in the state. University President Christine Plunkett said a decade of financial trouble caught up to the school, leaving no option but to default on a $26 million loan from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which used the campus as collateral. Both the board and our community of faculty and staff were aware this year, starting at the beginning of the year, uh, that it was going to be a particularly tough year for us. Uh, We could see early on. The impact of the economy right now on philanthropic giving. Uh, We could see early on the impact of our expenses going up due to inflation. And we could also see the impact of enrollment growth, which we still had, but slower growth than previously. The announcement shocked students, who said they didn't see it coming as they filed into the Methodist school's chapel for a mandatory meeting on Tuesday. Freshman and football team member Camden McIntyre said he didn't know how to react this just it came out of the blue we got an email earlier this morning saying it was a mandatory meeting for all the students to meet in the chapel we didn't know what was going to happen a lot of people were stunned by it looking at the person next to them they couldn't really believe it at first and uh, it kind of hit us about 15 20 minutes into the conversation Junior Chloe Kirchhoff transferred to Wesleyan after the closure of Lincoln College in Illinois, which she previously attended. She said going through a school closure was no easier the second time. I, you know, talked to as many people as I could, asking about our financial standing at Iowa Wesleyan, and at the end of last year, it was really great. I was apprehensive at the beginning of the year, um, coming to Iowa Wesleyan, being new to everything all over again. But I grew to love it like it was my second home or third because Lincoln was my first second home. And so I was initially super hurt, super upset. And then that hurt grew into anger as like, why, why again, you know? That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news after the break. This week's show is brought to you by Café Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The Value Meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the Blue Plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. Several Washington high school students on Monday left campus to protest a recently enacted state law, which effectively requires transgender people in schools to use the bathroom of their sex rather than that of their gender. Max Miller, one of the walkout's organizers, said Senate file 482 was not well received. Most of us here are trans and we want the same rights as everyone else has. Well, a lot of people feel more comfortable going to the bathrooms they want to go at because gender dysphoria or they just don't want to go to the bathrooms of uh, their assigned birth because that makes them uncomfortable. And there are some people that are okay with it, some people are not. And I know a lot of people that are okay with it and I want to support them. Colton Asbury, another organizer, said the bill was based on false premises and that students were unlikely to change their own identities with criminal intent. I just think that the only thing this bill is protecting is the systematic prejudice within our country and our state and even the town. It just creates more and more fear related to gay people because people think that, oh, there's a law being passed about trans people. Trans people are obviously dangerous or they need to be. Hidden or kept away from other people. Participant Nico Pfeiffer said, "Events like Monday afternoons reminded people that transgender individuals existed in their communities. If we we thought if we get enough attention, maybe <laughs> it would you know spread the word and get it out to people that we still exist, we're still here, and we're not comfortable with it, and we're not supposed to sit around." It. An outage of windstream communication services took down Washington County business phone lines for much of this week, but did not impact 911 emergency communications. The issue began on Saturday and lasted until Thursday, according to county officials, who used backup phone lines during that time. Washington county communications nine one one Supervisor Kara Sorrells said the outage was not just annoying but disruptive It's affecting other agencies trying to call us um, and I think even the courthouse is experiencing experiencing some issues um but and it is a big inconvenience for the public because a lot of people don't realize and they've been trying to get a hold of us and you know if they don't look at our Facebook page or if they are not aware, then you know a lot of them get frustrated hang up and call nine one one In an email, Windstream representative Scott Morris said the company was not sure what caused the outage. Medical manufacturing company Civco has announced plans to move out of Kelowna by 2025. The business hopes to consolidate its production site with its office headquarters in Coralville or Iowa City. Kelowna City Administrator Ryan Slaba said the move would impact the community. You know, impact-wise to our community is, you know, the loss of a, of a wonderful business uh as they transition to a new a new home um and, th- and those employees there that um while they'll maintain their job there's no job cuts you know it, it does impact Kelowna and our business community during that downtime if there is any uh because they do shop locally they do eat locally they do purchase gas, groceries, live, you know, all those things. Schlabaugh said the building would stay on tax rolls if Civco couldn't sell it in time, but that he was optimistic about the lot's future. We're hopeful that the quality of the building, the quality of our community, will will make it a, a great draw for the next Civco of Kelowna. Washington Economic Development Group Executive Director Mary Audia said the move left open a prime industrial location in Kelowna. You're right on Highway 1. You've got some really good frontage. So Highway 1, really close to 22, and then you've got all the restaurants and businesses right there in downtown Kelowna. Super easy to get to Iowa City. I mean, you can get pretty much anywhere you need to get. Um, Washington's only, what, 15-minute drive. Um, So very, very accessible and very visible. That's the local news. We'll be right back with the best news I've heard all week. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N-Construction.com. Main Street, Washington will hold an adult Easter egg hunt April 6 through 8. Main Street director Samantha Meyer said participating businesses would hide Easter eggs in their stores, each stuffed with candy or coupons for those lucky enough to find one. I think it's fun because it's geared towards adults, so you're not expected to bring your kids and let them find the goodies, you know? You can, you know, obviously, if you want to take your kids shopping, they can help you look for an egg um, in each store that you go to, but it encourages um, people to also shop. It's not just about freebies, so that's always encouraging for retailers because they're participating in something that's directly going to benefit them. You know, nobody's going to pick up an egg unless they're actually shopping and buying something at their store. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you like the show, consider giving us some support. You can buy an ad at 319-653-2191, or you can support us at no cost by posting a link to this episode on your social media platform of choice. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.